The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. As government ministers begin their recess in just about four weeks' time, there's still a fair bit of legislation to get over the line before they uh, take the break um, and the doll goes into recess. To talk us through all of that and how the various different players have been performing, I'm joined by Barrow Media's political correspondent, Sean Defoe. Morning, Sean. Morning, Anton. In terms of legislation, what is yet to come through the sausage maker? Uh, yeah, quite a bit. And we always get this thing now where we're into the last four weeks of the Dáil and things have been very, very slow and, the, you know, not a huge amount of legislation the last few weeks. A lot of statements to come in the next couple of weeks and then we'll have a big long rush that will involve us sitting until 3am on the very last Thursday on the 13th of July to get stuff passed. But there's actually quite a few pretty big bills to go through. Uh, the vaping ban on vaping uh, on selling vapes to under-18s, for example, coming from the Department of Health. They want that done by the summer recent the windfall solidarity contribution which is kind of half of the windfall tax element of things that needs to be passed uh, and that's the solidarity com- uh, contribution as opposed to the actual charge on the, the extra profits that they had last year And that's uh, a big one that's that is, hundreds of millions big one Potentially well <laughs> potentially huge potentially slightly less huge because the range that they're giving us is still somewhere between 240 and 600 million uh, and there has been no figure to narrow it down which is you know quite a big three, 320 million that you're sort of wondering eh, it could be anywhere in between there but a lot of money essentially and it would be very helpful to know that before the budget given that the budget negotiations have started way earlier than usual uh, at least from the Fine Gael side in the media you've also got uh, extending the lobbying register legislation that's going through which is a little bit wonky but quite important it just means that more people are going to be under lobbying rules including the likes of the HSE so if they're pushing for something behind the scenes they have to declare it mother and baby home redress scheme is also due to be passed before the summer uh, and then the road traffic bill is something that they're hoping to get over and it you know, sounds quite boring road traffic bill but that's the laws that would actually legalise e-scooters for example which still aren't legal at the moment because they're they're classed as motor powered vehicles which need license and insurance and they're going to change that and make them their their own category also more laws around scramblers which will make it easier for the Garty to seize them and then the variable speed limits on the M50 there those signs are up now you see them sometimes traffic is bad that it's go 80 instead of 60 it's actually not law yet um but that should be passed by the summer recess and then some other ones that I think we're going to end up talking about quite a lot one we've been talking about for absolutely years and hearing Shane Ross on news talk breakfast this morning I was reminded of it was the Judicial Commission Appointments Bill to set up the Judicial Commission to actually start appointing judges instead of politicians and then the Criminal Justice Miscellaneous Provisions Bill which contains a whole load of stuff from the Department of Justice including creating a standalone offence of stalking for the first time longer jail sentences up to life in prison I think for uh, people who are convicted of conspiracy to commit murder um, and then as well standalone offences when it comes to the likes of strangulation and suffocation in a bid to crack down more on domestic violence so a whole lot of stuff that they're trying to get done before the recess not guaranteed that all of that will get done and there's more as well other bills that are getting through European legislation for example but a lot to to get through in the next four weeks If that is the legislation what about then the legislators if we're looking at the last year that has been let's start with um, party leaders and then we can pick out a few others as we go I suppose the most notable one to discuss at the moment is Leo Varadkar Mm. given the fairly awful polls that Fine Gael is currently having Yeah really though he's in an interview with the Irish Times today discussing them and sort of putting them off saying look polls don't win win elections there's obviously been a lot of 
kind of back briefing against him to the papers and that maybe is no surprise he, he, a lot of people within his party don't feel he came with a huge amount of energy so far to the second stint as Taoiseach and he did address that this morning said look maybe he's more a bit more experienced not necessarily jaded by it but he would say experienced and not as uh, excitable I suppose as he might have been in, in previous terms but you also have when you think about it a lot of the loyalists who got him elected as party leader are gone or going and uh, not running again you have got former ministers who feel that they weren't really given a great shake at having a ministry again I think the likes of Charlie Flanagan who's publicly criticised him but others who were resi- not resigning their seats but not running again like Joe McHugh and Michael Creed uh, and others who ha- have expressed maybe a bit of a discontentment with the party and also they're nearly 13 years in power that's a long time for every single problem in the country to roll downhill and land on your desk and if you're Leo Varadkar and you've been Taoiseach since or Taoiseach gone and off since 2017 you know it's a long time to deal with those things so I think he is going to face a difficult summer on the back of those poll results and a difficult time over the next few years because people forget and I'm getting palpitations already thinking about it that there could be as many as five elections in the space of 17 months from next year you've got the locals and Europeans starting in June next year at some point between then and March 25 you will have the Dáil and Shannad and then you've got the presidential in the, the November of 25 Add to that at least three referenda that we know of and potentially more uh, and I can feel my cholesterol rising but also <laughs> if you have to get to the point for Leo Varadkar if you have a bad local elections to start that off not a lot of time to turn it around. Meanwhile, Michal Martin's situation? Yeah, interesting one for Michal Martin. He sort of has this new lease of life back as Taunish Day again, you know, and he's, he's in the news a lot this week obviously having a spat with Michael D. Higgins over the neutrality issue but only two years ago we were talking about his future would he even make it to the halfway point of this government as party leader would someone oust him no one seems to have the, the gumption to have a knife out for him and his future seems to be for him to play out so he's actually I think if you had offered him this scenario three years ago he'd have bitten your hand off for it Eamon Ryan? Eamon Ryan I'm going to go in defence of Eamon Ryan here and this might not be a very popular thing because he is quite constantly the least uh, popular party leader when it comes to the different polls only on 20% in the Irish Times one last week but within the Green Party a lot of them knew this was one shot they were not going to get another election they were not going to retain their seats uh, in many of the the cases But one shot Sean in which the core set of policies to which they have long ascribed have become the entire planet's most important issues Exactly That's that's not bad territory to be playing on Absolutely not bad territory you've got they have got the the climate action bill passed. We now have bu- yearly climate budgets that come every December and are prescribed in law. You've got other areas that they are succeeding, like the climate action plan, where they have put this 25% reduction on the agriculture sector. As unhappy as the agriculture sector is about that, that does have to be met. Doesn't necessarily mean we're going to get there because as the report a couple of weeks ago warned, we might only get to 30%. But there's actually a lot of policies that you can look at this government and say the Greens are having an influence. And I thought it was telling that when Michael Fitzmaurice last week on this show said we need a rural party to combat what the Greens are doing. You have to be delighted if you're the Greens hearing that. While we are talking party leaders, by any measure, it is difficult to see how Mary Lou could be doing any better. Very hard. Uh, the the challenge, but the challenges do still remain. I mean, look, they are comfortably the the most popular party, even given a four point drop in the last poll. They're still well above thirty percent. The p- problem that Mary Lou is going to face is is kind of twofold. Where do you get all the candidates to become these hundreds of new TDs uh, that they're they're going to have after the next election, uh, and who do you coalesce with? Because again, if you look at that Irish Times poll... These you, are great problems to have well, if you're very low. I mean, look, you're, you're picking at a happy situation here. But at the same time, if the goal is to get into government, and that is absolutely the goal, you have to get there somehow. And if you take Sinn Féin plus Labour plus Sock Dems, that's 40% based on the last poll. 
Fine Gael plus Fianna Fáil plus Greens is 43%. So if it was tomorrow, you would say that the outgoing coalition possibly has more of a chance of getting re-elected than a Sinn Féin-led government. At the same time, they're going to have a whopper of a local elections next year because if you remember, they did disastrously in 2019. So what might only be a moderate success any other time is going to be this amazing success that will then potentially set them up for the general election. Finally and briefly, you mentioned the Sock Dems. Holly Cairns needs fair credit for the last few months, doesn't she? The Holly Hop, I will get it trademarked if I need to. A huge bounce for the, for the Social Democrats. And when you look, they are the most popular popular party among 25 to 30 or sorry third most popular party among 25 to 34 year olds uh, outpacing Fine Gael really popular with the under 25s as well building a big base in Dublin where they have almost 10% support so they are on an up and up and this sort of alternative where people who don't necessarily want to vote Sinn Féin but want to vote lefty they're the cool new trendy kids Sean as always thank you so much that is Sean DeVoe Bauer Media political correspondent The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.